Life Insurance Premium. Momentum, here for your journey to success. Momentum is an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Engineered for the road ahead, the Hyundai Creta is all yours with up to 40,000 Rand cash back. Advanced safety features and state-of-the-art technology come standard. Go far in a ride that drives your passion and enjoy up to 40,000 Rand in your pocket. Of course, you'll also receive Hyundai's industry-leading seven-year warranty. Move boldly with this deal. The Hyundai Creta. Like the way. T's and C's apply. Success looks different for all of us. What we do have in common is our eagerness for a brighter tomorrow. A tomorrow where a parent's hope becomes a child's reality. A tomorrow where success is not just owning a degree, it's owning the pathway to the rest of your life. Own tomorrow with Richfield. Study an undergraduate or postgraduate degree online or on campus at Bryanston, Newtown, Centurion or Pretoria. Apply today at richfield.ac.za. And now, it's back to Cook's Mishongo on 702. Control. Power. These two go hand in hand. But power over life and death? Now that's the ultimate control. Police are looking. They need someone like you. For what? The police don't use psychologists. They need a forensic profiler. We don't have profilers in this country. You'll be the first. It'll be chaos. We have 21 dead bodies, two missing boys. It's already chaos. You are a distraction to this team. I should hate the men who do these terrible things, but I can't. What does that say about me? It's dark where you're going, lady. Where? Into the abyss. That is the trailer for Catch Me a Killer. It's just been released by Showmax uh, because the uh, it is coming, uh, the show uh, Catch Me a Killer is coming to Showmax on the 12th of February. So that is next week. Uh, uh, the show is coming and it is the true story of the first serial killer profiler in South Africa. It's played, um, uh, the lead actress is Charlotte Hope. Um, and uh, she plays the role of Dr. Mickey Pistorius, um, uh, who is uh, the person we were speaking to this morning about the show and about the book. Um, Dr. Pistorius, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Gooks. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me, and good morning to all your listeners. Please thank just call me Mickey. Sure thing. So, Mickey, tell us about um, the book. That was It's now been updated. You had a launch of the book on, I think, Friday night. Um, a book called Catch Me a Killer, which has now been turned into the show, Catch Me a Killer, coming to show, Max. Tell us about the book. What is it? Um, what does the book look at? What does it tell us? Okay, the book is, um, the relaunch is on the 10th, Saturday the 10th, mm-hmm. at Exclusive Books in, in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I wrote the book in 2000, and then it was released. But now it's been updated because many things have happened since that time. Um, you know, the um, the police force has changed mm-hmm. since I joined them mm-hmm. in 1994. Many of the detectives have retired. Sadly, some of them passed away, like General Sykerberts. The families of the victims have moved on, but they've they've never forgotten. And some of the serial killers have been released. 
so the book has been updated, you know, and, and there's a generation, what I've just realized, you know, people who bought the book years ago, it's 30 years later, there's a complete new generation that don't know. So, here we have it. The book has been updated. And then about five years ago, um, I was approached by CMAC, a British production team. Um, and they, with Night Train, the German Night Train and our own Mnet, um, they started you know, sold the rights to them and they started with the production yeah. of the TV series, mm. which you've just heard on the trailer. Yeah. And uh, why did you agree to have, I guess, the story of your life told in the series? I think it's great that we're able to see, you know, and, and like you say, you know, the book had been released. A lot had happened since um, you'd done the book, uh, since you were actively in uh, the South African police force. But I imagine, you know, agreeing to do a story on your life is quite a scary thing. It can be quite daunting. And I wonder why you why you agreed to. I'm glad we get to see it. Um, but what convinced you? Well, all right, it it was it it is really awkward and it was overwhelming. I haven't you know I didn't do it for 20 years because you know I had post traumatic stress and I mm. needed to get over it and it was just not ready. Yeah. But now in my life, um, I am ready and 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 I think what what's really what's deal breaker for me is the absolute phenomenal acting of Charlotte Hope who plays me. Um, and we've never met in person, unfortunately, but you know, she would call me at night and we would talk for hours. And she really, really gets me. There is not a scene in that TV series where she didn't get me. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm, I look at the first episode and I think, my goodness, this woman is a better profiler than what I am. <laughs> <laughs> because she's good yeah. you know and that, that's fantastic so yeah. she's really she's really outstanding yeah so i think that was the deal breaker as well you know is, is her acting yeah the and fact that she really got the essence mm. and uh, dr pastores you talk about you know for you part of the reason you weren't i guess in a place or ready to have this kind of show done which would obviously um involved you is you know you had post-traumatic stress and I think for many of us I guess we have some sense of the difficulty and the hardship of you know people working in policing we know very little about the stress and the hardship and the pressure of someone doing the kind of work that you were doing I mean in the trailer uh, one of the people says to the person playing your character it's dark where you're going and I assume they mean, you know, if you're going to go try and figure out the mind of a serial killer, someone who's done really terrible things, that's really difficult work that must have such a huge impact on you as the person doing it. Yes, that's, that's, that's very true. Um, the two topics I'd like to discuss here. First is, is called synthetic sensationalism. That's what I call it, which mm -hmm. goes hand in hand with, with a post-traumatic stress. Um, now, I discussed both of them in, in the YouTube series, but to me, um, synthetic sensationalism is um, producers and scriptwriters of, of many television series or movies um, or, or even on the internet are caught up in what they think is the horror of a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And then they portray that. And this is one of the myths that I would really like to get rid of. It is not like that. So in this TV series, when they portray the crime scenes, that is very real. And, and really kudos to the directors. You know, the, the, the opening scene of, of, of the episode on Moses Sitori. I'm not going to give it away, watch the series, but it's real. It's authentic. It, that's what it's like. Mm. That's very, very good. 
And then also in, in the series, you know, they have, a, they have a scene where where I walk into a boardroom. This was at Durban, Murder and Arbery. And they have these primary stoves, you know, on, on the table. And inside them, the skulls of the victims are cooking in these pots. Okay. Now, nobody can really imagine that until it really happens. So that's very authentic. It happens because we had to deflesh the skulls so that they could be reconstructed sure. to identify the victim. Mm-hmm. Now, that, of course, is a PTSD um, trigger. I don't eat red meat. Right? So, but what I think what is interesting about PTSD is um, already in 3,500 years before Christ, the Assyrians noted the phenomenon of, of PTSD in cuneiform on their tablets, on their clay tablets. And it's been in every war. It's been in Gilgamesh. It's discussed in the Bible. It's been with mankind forever. Mm-hmm. It's always there. Um, and I think to deny it is, is really to put a person that suffers from it in a very difficult position. Mm. Okay. So, um, yes, I had it, but I've overcome it. You know, I, I still don't eat red meat. Um, but I think that dragon is tamed. I discuss it in detail, you know, in, in the series. Yes. Um, but the one thing that, that bothers me is, is, you know, the synthetic sensationalism mm. that you often find in fictional serial killers yeah. stories. It's not like that at all. And in your YouTube series, um, you know, when we were speaking, you were saying um, the series is going to be or is authentic, informative and inspirational. And also that mm. you want to try kind of move away from, you know, uh, um, some of the things that you called it um, horror clickbait that you often find in, you know, TV shows, in um, in movies, um, even when it is about real cases like the Jeffrey Dahmer story that was on Netflix, um, that you wanted to move away from that, that clickbait. And also trying to portray that actually a lot of these people, in fact, um, serial killers, all of them, aren't, um, not to elevate them as superheroes or monsters, but to talk about them as real people. And I wonder why that's so important, that to not on either side, either deify them as like these, I guess, these gods or kind of um, cast them as these monsters that you say it's quite important to understand them as humans. And and how does that actually help us when we're then trying to understand, I guess, why they do what they do? Yes, that's that's very important to me. I'm, I'm a profiler. I'm a professional psychologist. I'm a neuropsychologist as well, right? So, so what I'm giving you in the YouTube is the psychology behind serial killers. So this is, this is where the intelligent person is going to go to find out what it is really like, the authenticity of it, the mm-hmm. science behind it. People always, you know, I get this thing, oh, you say you understand serial killers. And I misinterpret that as if I have empathy for them. I testify in court as, a, you know, as, a, as an expert on serial killers. How can I testify on a topic if I don't understand it? A math teacher cannot explain maths if she doesn't understand math. Mm. So any um, forensic profile or any forensic psychologist, when you testify in court, you need to explain the behavior. You cannot explain it if you don't understand it. So that's what I mean by saying when I understand zero killers. That's my job so that I can explain it to the court. That's, that's understanding them. Mm-hmm. Right. They are not monsters. They are being glorified. You know? and, and I want people to get away from that myth that they are these monsters. They are your neighbors. 
they go to church, they mm. buy groceries, mm. they, one of the serial killers approached women in church, you know, he, that's where he selected his victims. He also helped the mortuary attendants, um, this was um, recorded in Donnybrook, to lift the, the, the gurney with the body into the mortuary van. Oh, that's a good neighborly. Yeah. So, so how do people raise their children? These serial killers were not spawned by aliens. They are not AI-created monsters. They are real. They had parents. And, and what parent dysfunctional parenting practices can actually lead to narcissism, you know, allowing children just free reign to throw tantrums, etc. That's the seeds of narcissism. And eventually, it can become one of the foundational stones of a person turning into a serial killer. So that, that's where I discuss the psychology behind everything. You know, um, the station strangler, Norman Simons, has been released. And he will always deny it because he is an ego-dystonic serial killer. Mm-hmm. And I explain that. What is the science behind that? So, so there's really, you know, serial killers, how do they stage crime scenes? That, that was the case on prostitute one. What happens there? How does an investigation work in the South African police service? What is collateral evidence? That was the Donnybrook one as well. This one had, um, had pornography. How does that fit into the picture when you go to court? Some of the serial killers, um, you know, I think in the third episode, um, he tried to, to, to use an insanity plea. So I discuss what are insanity pleas? How do they work? What is pathological and non-pathological incapacity? Um, if they if they try um, you know to, to pretend that they suffered from amnesia, yeah. multiple personality or identity disorder, yeah. um, so all of that, the real facts and the information is in the YouTube. Also, of course, in the book, but more in in in, in the YouTube as well. Mm. We do have a question from Smokey on 0727021702. Good morning, Oskuku. My question is. Why serial killers are men uh, killing women? Are serial yes. killers yes. made by women? Smoke it, Mr. Park, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Good question. Yes, they are made by women, of course, because they, they, they're men, they, they're born, they're children, right? But not all of them are men. We get female serial killers as well. And um, I do explain that as well. There's a theory of, of Maslow on the hierarchy of needs. And the male serial killers, they kill basically for, for basic instincts like, like sex and aggression and et cetera, which is your first tier. The female serial killers, funny enough, they kill for money. So there's a difference. And you know, that's, that's a very interesting um, topic that I also discuss. What is the difference? And one of my, my next um, series on, on the channel will be about female serial killers. Yes. You know? So, yes, they're definitely men. Um, and, and they're human. Very much human. Yeah. And that is what I, what I want to bring to heart to people. You know, pe- people say, how would we recognize them? We, you won't. They, they're just men. Yeah. You know, what I do discuss is what should you do if you are in a crime scene? No, not to touch anything. And how contamination can cause a serial killer to walk. Because remember, ultimately, they go to court. And yeah. that's where they get convicted. Mickey, what is your YouTube uh, series called so we can find it and keep up with, because uh, you're going to go more in-depth yes. on these topics. Where, where do we find it? Thank you. It's, it's called Nikki Pistorius Profiler on Record. So I set the record straight on all the topics relating to serial killers and, and those kind of crimes. It's not active at the moment, so, so it will be active 
um, by the ninth. So okay. that's by Friday. It will be active. Okay, so the idea is every time that you watch an episode of Catch Me a Killer, the TV series on Showmax, then after, go to the YouTube channel and then you'll see what I discuss about the YouTube, uh, about the TV series, but also some of these other topics being informative and, and, and give you, you know, the, the thinking, thinking yeah. man and woman. It sounds, it. it sounds fascinating and I can't watch the show and watch the YouTube series. Uh, Mickey, thank you so much for joining us. Psychologist, author and journalist in South Africa's first profiler, Dr. Mickey Pistorius.